0: Hello, and welcome to our parallel paths—a future for my loved one with a disability, and for me. My name is Dr. Carolyn arango Dilly, Jerry. And I'm your host for this podcast series about just what the title says, the parallel paths of family members, certainly parents, sometimes siblings, as parents age or pass on, and their loved ones with intellectual disabilities. You know, I'm a parent myself, and you know, I've had some questions. On our parallel paths, we talk about creating a promising future for the child, quote unquote, with a disability who is now an adult and Promising future for ourselves as our role as parent, family member, caregiver, whoever evolves alongside them. There's more than one path, more than one future to talk about. And that's why we're here. This is episode six of season one. And I thought I would use this last episode of season one as a bit of a wrap up, some takeaways before we start season two because I've had the privilege of having some marvelous people come on to season one of our parallel paths, starting out with my good friend, Diane Perry, with the remarkable Liz Landsman, with Darcy Elks, a visionary, and with Suzanne Munch, a sibling, an important voice for us to hear. As I listened to these folks, ask them some questions, I also thought about the things that I wanted to hang on to as this season ends. And when I am back in my own little bubble and things I hope that maybe you took away as well. But I came up with a little list of stuff here that I wanted to share with you in light of things as we are at our house, because we are still working on Nick's transition to living in my condo with his friend and supports. And it's been a bit of a bumpy road. Still trying to, you know, adjust everything so that my husband and I can live in our our house and kind of go back and forth and trying to be grandma to my little Vivi and just trying to have a life, you know, just like you are. And so I present to you some thoughts as this season closes that's just about What did I take away? I hope you'll think about things maybe you took away as well, and maybe we'll have some overlap. One of the things that are is painfully obvious to me, and I guess because I've been working on it forever, is the idea of learning to say no. We're so often so... People who really mean to be helpful, be supportive, and... I think for me, it's like I have to be careful that being helpful and supportive doesn't mean you have to do everything you're asked to do. And for me, learning to say no was a takeaway. So working on it, but having heard it from other people, and also that they struggle with it too, I know that I have work to do. Another takeaway, to learn to ask for help. It doesn't mean that you have to be in some desperate place. It just means that once in a while, it's not a bad thing. It's not a failure to realize that, you know, can you give me a hand with something? And that's something that we are sometimes nervous, afraid to ask of other people, of family members, of those who are in positions where they are trying to help us. And we have to ask for a little more. I'm thinking about that learning to ask for help as a a positive or a neutral, you know. It's just okay to do that. Another thing I think about is this idea of finding my tribe, you know. Several people spoke about that, that the people that we have around us, we all have certainly our share of folks around us. But there's maybe, ai don't know if you have this, but I think I do have a little bit of a core group where they may understand on a level that is just that much more accepting that you get it, you know, especially things like when Nick had his behavior problems. I could shock some people by telling them things, and there were others that I did not shock. And that was, they were my tribe. Um, But I also think about that as who are the people I have in my life where. Every time that something happens in my life, it's kind of like you're saying, Once upon a time, and you're starting from the beginning and you're explaining things away. Are there people in my life? I hope there are people in your life where you just start out with, yeah, This is what happened because they already know my story and I don't have to kind of reframe everything. It's kind of relaxing to have people where you just go, And then this happened, or and then. We did this. So I hope I hope I'm a part of someone's tribe. And I hope that people continue to be part of mine. I want to, that's the other piece I think about is to be that friend, that person who understands. I think that listening is a tremendous amount of work to really enter into someone's story. So easy to say, oh, same thing happened to me. To just shut up and listen, to empathize, to, you know, validate, to just listen. And so I'm hoping that I can continue to try to be that friend, that person who just has to understand. There may be a point for the wisdom sharing, but maybe sometimes you just need to let people talk. And it's hard, but I think it's a good thing. Um, One of the things that um, we spoke about and and Suzanne spoke about was the sharing of information. Um, I think about this in terms of who needs to know what Nick might need if I were gone tomorrow. The big gone, you know? Especially because I am the mom, dad has already passed, But what happens if something really bad happened to me and, you know, I kind of think I'm going to live forever. I think we all kind of think we're going to live forever, but share the information with whoever really needs it. I know Suzanne shared that it was something that was not shared fully until it was too late. And that makes me think about my own daughter, my own family, and what people need to know. I can think of other folks who I would want to know, to have that extra level of knowledge. But I do think my daughter's kind of kind of the head of the show. And what do I do with that? So I continue to kind of kick that around. You know, having those conversations. And maybe not, maybe not the whole conversation, but to broach the topic to as as I'm thinking about things. Because, you know, for me, Nick's life is kind of this work in progress that we're working on together. And so I don't have answers now that I would have five years from now. But let's start talking. There's some wonderful tools that people spoke about. Life course tools, paths, at least person-centered planning tools. And we're very, very interested in these as ways to help with our family's vision. So one thing, use them whenever, you know, it's not too late to have a vision. Oh, my child is, my you know, my son, my daughter is 40. And you've already got the tools for a vision because you have that person. And so for us at our house, the vision continues to evolve. The vision 10 years ago doesn't look like it did now, but that's okay. So I think with people, even if we don't have, we're like, oh, I, I never thought about that. It's okay. Think about it now. When I said try the tools on yourself, all those tools like at lifecoursetools.com or inclusion.com, you can find these. You can Google a picture of a path and try them out on yourself. I've done that where it's just like I'm just sitting here all by myself playing around with this for myself. What would I like to be doing in five years? It helped me to make some decisions in these last couple of years where. I had to figure out, could I afford to actually leave my full-time job and pick up other work and you know, just have that kind of flexibility and looking at using those tools on myself helped me to see that while it wouldn't necessarily be easy, it it, it could happen. If you look up life course tools, if you look up ads or maps, these acronyms, try that on yourself, print one out. Because this podcast is about creating a future for yourself as well as your level of intellectual disability. So that's all right. I try to do it and it, it doesn't hurt, you know, dignity of risk. Wow. One of my favorites thinking about the dignity of risk, a ship is safe in the Harbor, but that's not what ships are for. And we just took on a new overnight person and Nick was home with this person for the first time this past weekend, and I, as I, as we left the house to go down to the other house, just felt this just weird, kind of heady feeling of, "What am I doing?" You no, know? and I realized I'm, I'm giving him the dignity of risk. We did as much as we could to understand who this person was. And we hope that this works out. And if it doesn't work out, then you know, then we get someone else. But it's this strange feeling. And yet, if I just hold on tight to him, neither of us is going to grow. And you know what I learned? And, and I know some folks spoke about that too. Darcy spoke about that. Was that, and Diane spoke about it, that our kids are stronger than we sometimes think. That they are more resilient. And that we can actually enjoy their fabulousness. Even, I mean, the world has turned them into piles and piles of paperwork. You know, from the IEP days into the ISP days. But I I, I need to remember that I really quite get a kick out of my son. And I know that everyone I interviewed gets a kick out of their loved one as well. That Their sparkle and their joy and their weirdness and their quirkiness and their just whatever is a gift to all of us and that's going to be okay and not maybe not the okay that we think it's going to be but it's going to be okay and i want to leave you with that thought cuz i truly believe in the end even though it may not be the okay we plan for that. We're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. And we may have to do the extra work to get ourselves to be okay too. Depends on who you are, Brad. But for me, I know it's a little bit more of like, oh, yeah, don't forget yourself. And so I hope that you take care of yourself. And, and thanks so much for taking time to listen this season because we've got another season coming up. Thanks for joining me on our Parallel Paths today. I hope you will like the podcast. I hope you'll subscribe to the podcast, rate the podcast. And I really hope that you return to listen and to learn from stories of people like you and me and our loved one with a disability on our Parallel Paths. I know you're busy. I know you got a lot going on got a lot going on too, but I'm glad you're here. I'll see you soon. See you next time. Bye.